welcome everyone into the Everyday Experience Podcast, a show called It's Probably You. I'm your host, LDP, and today we have Nicole Terrell as our featured guest. Welcome to the show, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Absolutely. I am so excited to bring you on and so excited to talk about your journey and your path. And I guess I'm going to switch it up to Nikki. You know, I'm going to switch it up to Nikki for the rest of it. But I want to give you I want to give your official for those who are tuning in and, and interested in learning a little bit more about you. So Nikki is a Fort Worth videographer, producer, documentary filmmaker. How, how cool is it when you when you start hearing all of that attached to your name? Right. It's 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 really unreal to be honest. Like it's so unreal. it's hard to believe sometimes that this is what I'm doing, but it's it's awesome. That that just makes my soul happy. I'm not gonna lie to you. So I I took the time to head over to your website www. nickfilms n i k k f i l m s dot com, and I'll make sure that that'll be a part of the post that we put up for Instagram for you, so that they can see that. Awesome. Um, I just saw some of the promo videos that you had. And it's just so cool, the vibe that you have, the vibe that you create, the way that you try to capture. I was really impressed with that. And that's part of the reason why I wanted you on. As I looked at your content, I could relate to it. And I think that that's important for content creators. And for season three, we've been talking about seeking perspective. And I'm so happy that you've actually tuned in and got to hear some of the episodes. Yes. Um, yes. So I'm hoping to weave some of that into it. But I'm just curious. I want to start off. Are you originally from Fort Worth? Like, are you from the DFW? Where are you originally from? Let's kick it off there. Okay. Um, I, well, I was actually born in Fort Worth, so a lot of my family's in Fort Worth, but I was mostly raised like in Arlington, Mansfield area. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, so when, yeah DFW when, area, for sure. Yeah, when we first moved here, we lived in Arlington before buying our house in, in Fort Worth and settling in Fort Worth. So that's yeah. really cool. I, I like hearing, because, you know, I'm from Buffalo. Go Bills, all you haters out there. Yeah. Um, so it's always <laughs> fun, though, um, being a Fort Worther. And now that I have a house here, this is I'm, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, right. to, to meet people that grew up in this area and are now giving back to the area. So what ultimately got you into the creative space, though? So how did you start in the creative space? Um, I As a kid, I was always very creative. Um, it's funny, I actually started, like, in DJing when <laughs> like in middle school I was a DJ. I didn't see that so coming. That's awesome. I was all for music and you know music production and making beats what? and stuff like that. that. So I know cool. it's it's super uh, you know now that I'm in film I'm like what the heck like it, it was a switch for sure. Yeah. Um, I've always loved to just kind of create things. I've always been in love with the process of you know going from nothing and watching it create into something else. So um you know I got into filmmaking in high school. Um, oh. I took a class and it was like my senior year and I was like, that's what I want to do. I, I want to do that. So um, I ended up going to UTA. I was a film major there. And then I kind of got talked out of it. You know, oh. you're not going to make any money. You're not going to, you know, so yeah. I switched my major. And it's one of those things like I, at first I saw it as a big regret. Um, but now I'm in a new space where I appreciate it so much more because I'm okay. going after exactly what I want, you know? So yeah. What's, what, what did you switch into then? What did you switch your major to? Exercise science. I was actually oh. a personal trainer. <laughs> it's you're like, like speaking what? to, you're speaking to my soul, as you know, really? for those who are, um, who follow me personally, uh, I'm currently in the process of going through yoga instructor training right yeah. now. So you, you're just speaking to my soul right now, and I really appreciate that. So I find it interesting, right, because part of what we've talked about is 
that starting right the right. the process of beginning and how important it is to begin so you got into filmmaking in in high school you went to school for it you kind of had some doubts and moved out of it exactly. so when you got back into it what was it like starting back up on the journey oh my goodness well you know i think the first thing i had to um get over was um thinking where i could have been had i stayed in it you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, if I would have stayed in it, I would have been in it now for like eight years. What, where could I be? Where, what could I have done? You know, and it's those things like you have to make sure that, you know, once you restart or once you're starting at a point, you know, the past has to be let go. Like you have to start yes. from that moment. And it's like, okay, you know what? Let's just go now. I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to do this. I'm doing it on my own terms. So it's like, just go, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So can you can you kind of think back to the initial project or that initial starting point? Was it a specific project that you had? Did you collaborate with someone? How did that first like I did it, I created I took it from an idea to now yeah. being present? What was that? Do you remember that? Oh my goodness, I actually do. So um it's funny, I started out um kind of wanting to do this, like just you know, learning people's stories, their process, how they start. Um, I was really into, and I still am, it was into purpose and making sure that people um, find their purpose or, you know, like, why are you here? Like, why are we here? You know? Um, and so my very first, one of, one of my first projects, but the, the one that, that stuck out to me the most was, um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Linnell Grant. She's a producer yeah. now and, and she makes yeah. amazing music with uh, Toby Ningwe and, and, and it's, it's awesome. But, that name um, does sound familiar to me. Yes, yes, their music is amazing. From Houston, um, but she was my teammate in college and um, she was making music and I was like, you know what? Like, I just wanna travel. I'll travel down to your house and I just wanna get some footage of you making music, talking about your journey, talking about your process. And that's really what kicked it off. And I was like, okay, that was amazing because not only am I creating something for other people, I created something for her, but also in that moment, I learned so much about myself and the creative process. And that's the beauty of it, you know, um, perspectives and telling stories is you learn with every person you talk to, you know? And yes. so that's what it just, it took off and I got excited. Was that the moment? <laughs> that moment, yeah. That was the moment. And I had like a little... I don't even remember the type of camera. Oh my God. It was like a little Sony, like a little camcorder. <laughs> it was horrible. Oh, the quality was horrible. I look back at it. I'm like, wow, that's uh, really bad. <laughs> a little cringeworthy when you look back, but oh, it's that, but I, I do think that you said something really important and it's the purpose, right? Yes. I think oftentimes people do something for the outcome but right. not necessarily enjoying the journey of it, you know, that in the process behind it. I think if you enjoy the process, it becomes less work and more purpose. Definitely, definitely. So what would you be doing then if it wasn't for this type of work? Like you, you seem like you have so many different talents. What else would you be doing if it wasn't for filmmaking? You know, that's a, a awesome question. I I feel like it would definitely be between uh, coaching. So coaching basketball that that's a basketball has always been a passion of mine. Um, and I've coached on and off for a very long time. Um, I, I coached at high school level and stuff. So 
coaching, probably coaching basketball or something creative, probably with music. I was, gonna, I was thinking, I was waiting for you to drop back in the music because I yeah. definitely need to take a step back to that music. For, so I'm curious, right? Were you, were you doing like house parties? Were you, were you going out and DJing house parties? And like, <laughs> yeah. were you just like sending out beats to, to local artists? Like, tell me about that part of your life because I think that that's fascinating. So I started, uh, I DJed house parties. So before even DJing in, you know, I, hopefully I don't get arrested or anything, but I was like <laughs> the CD burn. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm so people would give me like lists, you know, and I would yeah. just make the CDs and I'm like, Oh, I can listen to music all day, you know? So, so I'd make their copy and I'd make me a copy, you know? And so it just worked out. And, uh, you know, I told my dad, you know, I, I want to get some turntables. I want to get into DJing. So he got me some, uh, oh my goodness, technique. Uh, gosh, I can't even, I can't even remember the actual, uh, turntables, but it was, it was awesome, you know, getting vinyls and like learning how to like scratch and everything. And, and so, uh, I did, I started doing some parties, house parties. Um, so cool. I did a couple of like school dances, um, with Mansfield because there was actually, um, like this, technical center where they had like radio they had television they had film and that's when i kind of got to dive into everything um but they would send us out to like middle school dances and how cool and, is that oh my god it's like soldier boy like 10 times yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like soldier boy again like oh my god that's how old i am soldier boy <laughs> well you know what i think it's awesome because i'm in that same demographic with you um yeah. and i remember when for you youngins out there, we had to, you know, use certain um, lime wires and and, and yeah. other uh, download, uh, downloading software to take an actual CD, put it into the computer, burn said CD, and have yeah. the music put onto it. You guys don't even know what CDs are, but that's neither here nor there. So <laughs> I, I, I think that there's something cool here, though, right? So the love of music definitely, at least in my opinion, came out while I was watching your, your promos. What I saw from the promos were you did a great job of aligning the music to what you were trying to like um, convey inside of the video. So do you think that there were some transferable skills from DJing into filmmaking? And if so, can you talk about that a little bit? Definitely, definitely. I mean, just, I mean, even from... Uh, a younger age, just listening to music around the house, you know, music is, you know, everybody said it's a vibe, but it really is, you know, Central, it can put you in the mood, you know, if, if, if you're, if you, you know, you're listening to some happy, like some old school funkadelic music, like you're in a whole different mood, you know, and so that's definitely something I pay attention to. And usually, you know, that can take the longest sometimes if, if I'm, you know, editing a video, I'm like, I, I want to make sure the music is like, perfect. It's, it's right. It's, you know, it's on beat. It's, it's delivering the message that comes with, you know, the visual part of it, you know? So yeah. that's definitely very important for sure. 
Yes, you and I are on the same page, and I I am the worst with video, just in my own personal opinion. Uh, I, I focus mostly on photography, but every so often I'll try to make a video, and it, it's always the, okay, this doesn't sound right. It does, right. I, I don't like that. Like It's just it's just not quite there, and then there's yeah. that time where you pull up a song or something comes up, and you're like, that's that's it. Like, it's, that's it's it. instant. Yeah, it's instant. That's it. So I can appreciate that. So you talked about how you got started, some of the work that you've done so far, can you tell us about some of the the challenges or maybe some of the hurdles that you embrace? Because we talked about embracing the wall, right? And th- that it's inevitably going to come. So you left it, you got back into filmmaking. Have you run into any challenges that you think you could give some advice to others on? You know, um, it's, I'd have, I, honestly, I have to say, you know, my biggest challenges have always come from myself. Um, there's not really been, um, outside sources of challenges, you know, there's like delays and stuff or (laughs) we just thought about, we were just talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, Like, I mean, there's that. Um, but my biggest challenges have been from my mind, like just, just your mindset, you know, and making sure you're confident enough, um, not questioning, questioning yourself. Um, I think that can be, that's probably like my biggest challenge there is like, okay, can I do this? Is this good enough? Am yeah. I good enough? Am I ready yeah. for this? Is this too much? Um, you know, and so, you know, my advice to anybody is you're going to have those days. You're going to have those moments where you're like, uh, I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if I'm good enough. You have to keep pushing through that. You have to keep pushing through that because you're going to prove to yourself time and time again that, OK, you can do this. You're good at this. This is what you're here to do. Um, so for me, that's been my biggest challenge. So. For anybody out there getting started in anything, you know, you're going to have moments of doubt, but you have to push through that, that doubt. It's almost like a wall, like you said, like, yeah. hitting that wall, it's like you have to push through that. And then the next thing you know, for me, at least every time I push through a, a certain wall, there's like another opportunity right there. And I'm yes. like, yes, yes. Because yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't continue to go through it, I, I heard somebody talking about, you know, you can continue to read, but at some point you have to take a test. You know, you can continue to learn, but at some point there has to be a test. So that sure. concept of you, eventually you're going to be tested, but what are you going to do in that moment? And it sounds like for me, you've taken that and you've embraced that. So you, obviously with the work that you do, there's got to be some type of management element, some type of oh, um, yes. organizational amount. Like, how do you maintain time management? How do you keep yourself organized as you are working with different clients? I I am learning that every day. I'm, I'm, I learn better ways like every day. I, I, I kid you not. Um, because, you know, when you're first starting out and I've, I've you know, I've this is what, three years now, you know, really focusing on it. Um, and it's, it's a struggle, you know, um, these past like five years I was actually teaching and coaching. And so my whole, my entire day was at work. Um, and then it's like, then I have to get home and, you know, I'm married. I I need to spend time with my wife, you know, we're at home, we need to settle in, but I'm over here editing and, you know, it's a different beast when you're working full-time job and you have your side hustle going on, which is another full-time job. Yes, it is. It, Thank it, you. Preach. Can you preach to people yeah. on that? <laughs> like it, it is, it's not easy whatsoever. Um, my main thing is um, making a list. Even I, I, I forget sometimes and I'm, oh, I'm yeah. a pretty, 
ADHD person, like it's bad. Like I'll go from like, oh, I'm gonna do this. No, let's do that. You know, and I get off track, um, but try to stick to a plan. Like every single day, just try to stick to a plan. Like, okay, I need to get this edit done, this edit, you know, or, you know, I'm also in film school. So I was like, okay, I need to knock out this coursework before I get into this. Um, that That's, write it down, write it down, look at it cross it off as you go it makes you feel better too you it don't, does you're like okay i'm getting stuff done thank you yeah <laughs> so, done. so you so now you you gave me something else when you when you first started right when you first got back into it so we know about the past but then when you first got back into it would you say that you felt like an evolution in your process like when you yeah. when you are getting prepared versus being there like have you felt that evolution and what has it been like for you? What, like, what do you, what have you learned a little bit about yourself um, and working with other people? Oh my goodness. Like time, time is everything. Um, and I am the type, I used to be a, like just a procrastinator. So I'd wait to the last minute because it puts that pressure on me. And I always, I'm like, yeah, knock it out. Yes, I'm good. Time to go. Yeah, let's do it now. <laughs> but when you're working with clients, you're working with people. My thing is now that I'm older, it's like time. Take that time the day before, get to know who you're working with. Make sure you have everything you got. I'm, I'm like putting stuff on batteries, you know, charging up stuff two days before. Cause I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> you know, you, you know, I know that struggle. I know that I struggle. I used to be just run and gun. And, and so it's been a uh, evolution from just running gun and picking my stuff and go versus planning out, planning out my shots. What shots do I want to get, you know, and making sure that my clients are aware of that. Okay. This is what we're going to do, you know, so just be prepared. So once I get there, it's like, we, we're, we know exactly what to do and it, it's smooth. Your clients are going to be like, yes, it was so easy working with you. And, yes. and that's what you want. You want to keep the vibes good. You don't want to just, Oh, I can't find this. You don't want to be frantic. You don't want to be frantic. Yeah. Yes. No, I'm, I'm in that same boat with you. Anytime that I'm going on a trip or anytime I'm going to go out to shoot, I, I'm a bulk photographer. Um, I shoot cityscapes. Obviously, you guys know that. But yes. for me, Which are awesome. I, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I will have a charging station the night before. You know, I got my batteries, um, my wife's batteries. We got batteries ready to go. I'm charging batteries that I might not even use. But there is a sense of ease when you are out and you will know that you're prepared. And yeah. I think you put your clients at ease when they know that you're prepared. So I, I want to talk about the client process, right? So yeah. how did you start to get involved with other people? Like how did you make yourself available to potential clients? How did, how can, how did people, how did you find people and how did you allow them to find you? Definitely word of mouth. Word of mouth was, it has been amazing. Amazing. Um, I definitely have to give a lot of credit to my wife. She's a uh, hairdresser here in uh, South Fort Worth. Um, so she knows a lot of people and, you know, she's always like, yeah, you know, my wife does film and da, 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 da. you know, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've gotten a lot of people just yeah. through her, you know, because in, it's funny. I'm the type like uh, I'm, I don't, I guess I'm, I'm an introvert until I get to know you type of thing, you know? So I, I'm really, I'm not big on, um, speaking out and really talking about myself and promoting myself a lot, which I'm trying to change that. Um, once again, it's like, you, you just learn who you are as you go. And it's like, okay, I got to break out of my shell a little bit more, yep. um, to, to, to build my clientele up, you know? Um, but definitely word of mouth just through people that I've met, 
uh, people I've gone to school with, just staying in contact with people. It's like, hey, I heard you do this, you know? And I'm like, yeah. And then it-, it Next it's, thing you know, it's a collab. Yeah. Exactly, and, yes. yes. Communication, I think, I think communication is so massive. And I think it gets lost in our society because we have social media, we have, we have text messaging. There's ways that you can talk to somebody. Um, but when you, when you first get on scene with somebody, what do you try to do to to create the vibe or create that connection with the client? Like, what do you do to try to make sure that they know, oh, you, you got the real deal today? Yeah. Oh, you know, t- to me, it always starts with the greeting. It starts with greeting. It starts with confidence for sure. And that's another thing I learned along the way. You know, even my advice, even if you don't feel confident, be confident. Like, do it anyway. <laughs> you got to just do it. You, you have to do it. To. You have to because once you exude that, then they have confidence in you. And, you know, it, it's, it, you know, not every shoot or not everything is going to be perfect, but they know, okay, she's trying her best or, you know, that type of thing. But definitely starting out with confidence, that greeting, um, making sure that you're warm and welcoming. Um, I think that's, that's huge. And if it's already your personality, you know, then you're good to go. Just be yourself. <laughs> you know, don't, I mean, you know, don't try to force anything that you're not. Yeah. But, you know, I think especially now, I feel like, you know, it's just so much going on. You know, it's it's a crazy time. And just a smile and just opening up like, hey, I'm so excited to meet you. Let's get started. You know, just that initial warm um, invitation into your space, you're in their space, That that sets the tone for sure. I think I think you hit it on the head. It's it's people need very little, very little by way of compliment and by way of assurance to feel really, really good. Right. However, for whatever reason, it is like people are really hesitant to say nice things about someone unless they're going to get something in return. And that shouldn't be our framework. Your framework right. should not be, I'm going to be kind to you so that you can do something for me. Kindness right. is free. Like you don't have to pay for kindness. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. a free, it's a free thing that I could just Never give to out. you. <laughs> I can do it all day. I can give, I can literally, I can't run out of an abundance of time of kindness. Uh, right. But I, so knowing that you've worked with different individuals, knowing that you've kind of had these different client experiences, have you ever had like a weird client experience? Like you don't have to explain the client or like whether it be a situation where you forgot something or uh, something weird happened. Like, do you have one of those stories? We can obviously, we never say names on this. You know, we don't throw anybody under buses on this show. But if you have something that you can remember that just makes you laugh now looking back or something like that. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I mean, I've had I've had shoots where I've, I've forgotten things. You know, I'm like, oh, crap. You know, um, I had a, a, a recent experience though, uh, not not too too long ago, um, <laughs> and it was like a uh, it was a real estate video, and and I was so excited, um, but the woman that I was shooting wasn't there yet, and so it was like a, at an open house, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm just gonna kind of show up with my stuff, and I was under the impression that no one was going to be there. So here, okay, lesson. <laughs> you smiled when I asked that question. You smiled when I asked the question. Blessed. Okay. Always dress appropriately. Always. So I was under the impression, you know, no one was going to be at this house. I was just going to put the little code in type of thing and then and just roll up. So, you know, I have my I have my hat backwards. You know, I have you know, I had some shorts on. I mean, I didn't look too crazy, but 
you know, to someone else, it's like, who is this person walking up to this house? You know, <laughs> so it's so, you know, I'm at the door and I'm like, okay, how do I get in? And it's like, okay, you press the little ring thing. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm like, oh crap. Yeah. People are here, you know, and it's, <laughs> it's, you know, it's in, it's in, um, whenever I won't get into that, but <laughs> you know, they open the door and they're kind of like, Hi. Why are you here? <laughs> At this point, I'm my my voice is breaking, and I'm like, oh, I'm here to film a video for you know this this house, and and you know she's like, well, I don't know anything about that, and it it was it was bad. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, but it she eventually contacted the right person, everything went well, but you know it hit me. I'm like, okay, I already look really young, you know, I have my hat on backwards got my sneakers on, yeah. not, and, and she's probably like, who is this kid coming up here with this, this camera? Yeah. You know, you have to be in the position where people will take you serious. And, and it's like, I hate saying appearance is everything. Cause I, I will wear a hoodie and short <laughs> everything, you know, it'd be fine. But yeah. I know for a fact, had I been presentable, a little bit more presentable, it would have been a completely different exchange and it would have went on a lot quicker you know so and, and that's just things that I, i'm learning and that was weeks ago like you know exactly. I, I learned this every every single time i, I learned something constantly. yes constantly sure. learning. and sure. I, I, and your point about appearance not being necessarily everything but it is something you yes. do want to show up in a way that is presentable to the brand that you want to put out there. Exactly. I don't have any issue with hoodies and shorts, but know your audience. Exactly. Some, yes. some audiences that they might have a certain thought process behind that. And, exactly. and it's not you. It is just their I mean, perception. Exactly. And I mean, once, once the, uh, cause the, there were two women there, you know, and, um, you know, once they got to know we were talking, laughing, everything's yeah. cool. But, First, you know, and I'm thinking if I if it, if the tables were turned, I wouldn't let you in either because I don't know you. <laughs> it's like way one. too comfortable to be coming to my house. Yeah, like hold on, you know. And I just I'm thinking, oh my god, that was so stupid, you know. <laughs> but it's once again, it's 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 a learning. It was a learning curve, you know, a learning process. Um, people are gonna you. It's it's gonna be a quick judgment, right? Yes. People people are gonna judge you regardless, you know. Doesn't matter what, what you say or do. It's gonna yeah, happen. Realize, you know, where you're at, yeah. location, your audience, who you could be coming in, in encountering with, and then go from there and just know how to present yourself accordingly. You know, be yourself, but present yourself accordingly for sure. Yeah, it's almost like that. Respect yourself first, and the rest will follow. Exactly. You know, you could. Like you, you set the tone for how other people are going to treat you by how you present yourself and how you talk about yourself. That's really right. important. Right. So I'm curious right now, are there any other projects or anything that you would like to talk about? You know when this is going to be coming out real soon. So um, is there anything that you want people to know of that you're working on right now? Yes, for sure. So I'm actually currently working on a show. Um, we've just started filming. We're like on, into our third episode now um and the show is actually called that's white shit and I, <laughs> people are like what? yeah the shock value of that is there but explain to people what what is the purpose of it what are you trying to really convey 
Ultimately, it's about perspectives. Um, so I noticed that there was a problem. So I enjoy going outside, outdoors, camping, biking. Um, and I remember the first time I, I bought a bike and I was actually riding on Trinity. And, you know, I was the only black person out there. I was the only black girl out there. You know, so it was already an intimidating thing. I'm not used to it. So I'm, all, you know, I'm, I'm freaking yeah. out. But I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do this. I got my bike rack. Yeah, I'm I ready to go. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope my bike doesn't fly off. <laughs> but I made it, you know. Yeah. And so I'm riding. I'm I'm having a good time. And um, but I noticed the lack of diversity outside. Um, and then I'm riding in my 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 chain breaks. So <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, here I am, the only black person on the trail with this broken chain. Like I already don't look like I know what I'm doing. Like it's just so many insecurities hit me in that moment. Yes. And I thought, wow, I wonder how many other people um, of color feel like this and feel yeah. like they want to do more outdoorsy things and be in nature, but feel like they're kind of awkward in that space. Yeah. You know? yes. And so yes. and that happened like two years ago, you know, but I always have these little incidences and I'm like, man. So I thought, you know what? I want to create a show that's going to um, promote um, outdoor diversity and break down stigmas on 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 either side. You know what I mean? Yes. Like um, just seeing more people of color, you know, camping or fishing or mountain biking or hiking, yes. uh, being in nature more, um, promoting that side, but then also promoting the side of people of non-color inviting their friends to do these things and yes. understanding yes. how we may feel in that space, you know, and and just breaking that down. I think it's 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 been a fun journey so far. It's one of those things like the underlying message is strong, you know, but we still we throw in some comedy, we throw in some funny. I saw, yeah, yeah, it made me, it made me laugh. <laughs> it's, I, it's it's been a blast so far. It's been a blast. So I'm excited to really get that get that uh, uh, wrapped up and and get that out. We're gonna put it on YouTube and 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 just you know who knows what comes from it. But I yeah. hope it inspires more people, people of color, people of non-color. Go outside more, enjoy nature more, invite your friends out, but just be aware how we feel in some of these spaces. And you know, you know, if you're if if your best friend is, you know, my, my best friend is is white. She taught me how to camp. I <laughs> went to a campsite, I didn't have nothing. I almost cussed. I didn't have <laughs> you can swear on the show, you're fine. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say I didn't have shit. I left pillows, I left toilet tissue, I didn't have anything. She was like, Did you bring any chairs? I'm like no, like, how do I, I, camp? I, I, don't do I camp? How do I do this? I want to learn. But and she taught me, you know, and that was that's a moment that I always cherish because now I'm like, OK, I know what to do. You know, I want to do this more. I know what to do and I can feel comfortable going out there and doing it myself, you know. So but that's what the show's all about. It's called That's White Shit. I know a lot of people may get offended or or but really it's really to draw attention and to break that stigma down that yeah. that's white people shit or that's white shit you you know no it's no, every everybody it's everybody yes. no i think that i think that the initial jarringness of the name should get people to actually want to go look and see and you right. shouldn't just look at that and make your determination don't just judge the book go and actually see what it's about and i've been seeing exactly. your little snippets that you've been putting up and they're hilarious i think i think people are really going to resonate with that but you hit on something the insecurities 
that start to drum up in in a, in a situation where it's not even it's not even the people who are creating the insecurity. It's right. something that comes up from individuals like ourselves. I share that with you because of yoga. Like when I go into a yoga studio, I'm usually the only black person in there. And yeah. if I'm not the only black person in there, I guarantee you I'm the only black man in there. So, and that's every time I've gone to yoga, I've never seen anybody who looks exactly like me. I have seen black individuals who are in the class that are black females. Um, and I've, I've, and I've seen, um, you know, other people of color inside of the class, but I'm usually the only black man. And I decided, you know what? I want to learn how to bring something that matters to me to other people in a way that I can knock down some of those stigmas with the long-term goal of going to schools and getting in front of little black boys and being like, hey, if I knew somebody that looked like me who did this, here are some other ways to escape stress. Here are some other ways to escape, you know, um, some of the things that you might be dealing with in your personal life. Here's yeah. a good outlet for you to have that right. has been beneficial to me. And guess what? I look just like you. I was in your shoes and you can do this too. And I know that there will be hurdles to overcome, but it's worth it. So what right. you're doing, I think that work is worth it. Yes. And, and it goes to show, you know, right now we're, we're, everyone is pushing for, not everyone, but majority, I feel, is pushing for equality in, in all spaces. Um, but we also have to be prepared um, in those spaces to, to deal with some of our insecurities too. We can say we want equal and we deserve this and we deserve equal, but we also have to challenge our insecurities and, and know that, hey, we belong here. We're okay here. We can yeah. do this too. You the know? safety, so, the feeling, it, the safety. And yes. you are speaking, you are just speaking to myself. I'm loving this because that's what we wanted to do for season three. We wanted to get vulnerable. That's why I yeah. talked about me failing. That's why I talked about me wanting to take on adventures and wanting to challenge myself and the importance of that. The work that you're doing, I really believe is going to inspire other people to step into the space but not only people that look like us people that don't look like us exactly. maybe maybe you know someone who's not a person of color will see somebody feeling uh, uncomfortable or we'll see somebody right. feeling vulnerable and we'll go out of their way to say hello again we just talked about it yes. people need very little encouragement to be great they need yes. very little encouragement to yes. be great I, I love what you're doing I love the work that you're doing this has been so much fun Yes. I want to I want to give you one last word before you know we kind of close out and and I want you to talk about how people can really see all of your stuff. But what what's your last bit of advice that you would give out to the audience and the people who have taken the time to listen? You know, I think the 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 best advice I can give right now is um right now a lot of things are coming to light and yeah. it could be a lot. Um yeah. and and how, however you take that in, it can, it can be a lot but stay focused on your goals. You know, don't, I don't wanna say get distracted, don't get distracted, because you have to get distracted sometimes. There are yeah, some things that you just pay attention to, and there's some things that you have to learn. But if you have goals, if you're trying to uh, start photography or creative, or you're trying to go to school, whatever you're trying to do, okay, make sure that you're still staying focused on that goal, because, you know, once 2020 passes or once COVID passes, once all this stuff passes, you don't want to look back and say, wow, I missed out so much time and I could have been further along or 
I could have, you know, enrolled in school by now, or I could have made that show by now, but I was just so distracted with everything that was going on. You have to have a balance, you know. Yes. Yes, pay attention to what's going on. You don't want to just, you know, walk around. <laughs> Tune out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't be that person. Tune it out. Just like, that's oh, everything's great. You know, don't yeah, be that no. person. Don't be that person. Don't be that person. You know, do, do not be that person. But, you know, make sure that your energy is going where it needs to be. And, you know, I even, you know, beginning of the COVID thing and everything, I started to, to realize my energy was getting negative. I was getting angry. I was upset. I was bothered. I, you know, yep. we have to take ourselves out of that. And we still need to be able to think rational, but still be able to put that good energy into what we want and what we want to create. And, and just make sure that you keep that focus because you, you don't want, you know, 20 to 2022 to roll around and you haven't done anything. You didn't do anything, you know, and if you need to rest, rest, you know, I, I get it, but you know, don't let, you know, politics and all this other stuff distract you from your focus and your goals. Yes, so yes. that that's, that's a big one. And, and I'm saying that because that's where I am. I'm, I'm trying to take my own advice. You know what I mean? So <laughs> Um, but yeah, that that's definitely something that I would I would want people to know in, in here. You have to speak it to live it. You know what I mean? Like you have to you have to say it in order for you to actually live it. And sure. that's why this space has become so important to me. Honestly, the show's become therapeutic to me in a lot of ways. It's my break from the noise. I yeah. I get nervous interviewing people. I get nervous talking to Jesus, who's one of my like best friends. <laughs> you know, but again, it's it's the space that I stepped into. So Thank you again. This has been so much freaking fun. Uh, awesome. I had a really good time chatting with you. Where can people find you? So can you give out some of your uh, your information that people want to find you on social? Yeah, for sure. So uh, my website, uh, Nick Films, N-I-K-K-F-I-L-M-S.com. Um, you can go there. Uh, you can see some of my videos, some of my content. Um, you can also get to my Instagram uh, from there. I don't have a Facebook. I should probably get one. I don't even use Facebook. It was so crazy. I had to let it go. <laughs> I, let that, I let that go. And I yeah. will be, don't, no worries, everyone. I will be tagging, um, similar to the rest of our guests, I'll make sure that we have your Instagram information on there so that they can easily get to you. Again, you know how to find us, but let me just give you my information as well. It's probably you.com. And of course, on Instagram at it's underscore probably the letter U. So I did give you a heads up. You're going to help me close out the show. You ready? Okay, we're going to time it up. <laughs> you're going to time it up. <laughs> All right, everyone, remember, this has been your break from the noise. And if at any point you feel guilty, it's, it's probably, probably you. you. Did we do it? We got yes. it. Yes, we got it. We got it. <laughs> All right.